Okay, kids, let's go. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking! Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Bro, Squadron Podcast. Back at it again. Back at it again. Oh, tunes. Yeah, we, we, we should do a freestyle. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I interrupted myself. <laughs> we should do a freestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No. Good day, Galaxy. Rogue no. Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for doing it. Rogue Squadron Podcast. My Appreciate name's everybody. My name is Commander Cody. It's episode 261. Darth Doko is, has the pleasure today of being the first person in the chat. Welcome. All the pleasure. Thanks for tuning in. Digs the intro music. Yeah, I we're, I know we're about to change the name and, and things about the show, but I think one thing that will not change, besides me and you talking, is going to be the music. We got to mm-hmm. keep the music. Yeah. We got to keep it. It's too good. It's grooving. It's grooving. Yeah. Feels good. And those quotes. Yeah. <sighs> How are we feeling, man? Today was nice. I'm feeling all right. It was, you know, it's good getting out in the Forerunner, driving around. It was uh, gorgeous. I was joking. I was talking to a client in LA and they were asking how the weather is in Ohio. And I said, you know, Ohio people, as soon as it gets above 50, everyone's wearing shorts and flip flops trying to go to the beach. Uh, as soon as the weather, as soon as the snow goes away, you know, we treat the weather like it's summertime. So it's feeling good, man. No, I think good. that uh, that might be a regional thing. Not to Ohio, but, you know, in the Midwest, at least. Well, and in, yeah. in the East Coast, that, like, your lives wrap around the weather. I feel like if you go out to L.A., it's just like, I expect today to be at least 70. Sunny every day. And for it not to rain. Yeah. And I, it won't affect my day at all. Right. I feel like out there, if it does rain, it's a fucking, it's the worst day ever. It's May. We're, he- yeah. we're here it's like, oh, it's raining and not snowing. Okay, I'll, I'll deal with this for I'll, today. I'll take it. It's a win. Today's a win. Yeah, today's a win. Yeah, but you get so used to the cold and the snow. As soon yeah. as it's sunny, bright blue sky, as soon well, as the we, weather, as we soon as the temperature cranks up. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the weather report today. We're much better people than most. Did we add the weather report to the <laughs> name of potential titles? The weather report. Because I feel like that needs to happen. Today in Columbus. Still or taking, sometimes elsewhere. Still taking submissions if anybody has an idea for the name of the show. We got an email, actually. New Dungus emailed and gave us a suggestion. Uh, I liked it. Unfortunately, it's already stolen. Another Star Wars it's podcast. It's already stolen. Yes, they are. They preemptively they, stole it from us. They stole our idea before we thought of it. So yeah. it's, we're, we're trying to post Sue. Anti-Sue. Anti, anti Sue, inflammatory. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's on the docket today? Not, 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 not a bunch. Uh, well, we got to talk about the finale of Wandavision. Mm, that's a big one. Very yeah. true. Yeah. End of the I'm series. I'm not prepared for this show at all. So, for which um, show? Wandavision. No, for our podcast. <laughs> I tried to tell you we don't prepare. 
No prepares allowed. Yeah, I like to have at least topics. Um, well, we got WandaVision. Okay. Uh, you got a new tattoo, okay. which looks really good if you want to show it off to all the peeps. Mm-hmm. Put your arm up. <laughs> the wrong side of your arm, you fuck. Oh, yeah, you can't I, really twist it, can yeah. you? Uh, yeah, if you're not watching the Kinda. live stream, you're going to have to come back and check yeah. it out. It's Obi Kenobi's lightsaber. Obi Kenobi's lightsaber, and not the fucking pre or not prequel, uh, episode one. Yeah. You know, as uh, you, you said that when we uh, were hanging out the other day, and I actually don't remember what Obi Wan's lightsaber looks like from Episode One. It's very plasticky, like toy looking from Episode One. His Padawan lightsaber that he loses. Yeah, so uh, I, I was yeah. I was talking to a lot of Star Wars fans in the uh, tattoo <coughs> parlor shop, whatever, and they didn't even realize. They're like, right. oh, I didn't know Obi-Wan had two of them. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So during the Darth Maul fight, Darth Maul kicks a lightsaber down the, the hole, and that is Obi-Wan's. And he actually kills... <laughs> Obi-Wan kills Darth Maul with Qui-Gon's saber. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. At the beginning at episode two, all the way through when he dies at four, he has the same one. And that's the one I wanted. So Yeah, I am. Oh, sorry. I forgot to pull this up for everybody. Eh, it's not that important. You know what it looks like. Um, looks yeah. uh, jarringly close to Luke's. It's yeah, similar. It's a, <clears throat> yeah, it does. Yeah, I saw your arm and I was like, "Do you get Luke's lightsaber? You don't like Luke? What's going on here?" Yeah, just a little more uh, black in in o, or uh, Obi Kenobi's. So yeah, looking fresh. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I might get Vader's as well. You know, my my initial thought was to get uh, Anakin's. Your initial thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anakin's in blue. Well, that's just it. I wanted the contrast of red and blue, but Anakin's isn't red, so I'd have to get Darth Vader's. But his Vader's red hilt is the same exact hilt as Anakin's, isn't it? No, because it's like maybe got like a different button, but isn't it the same style? It's the exact. It's like the exact same thing, just a little bit more black on it. Okay. Because Anakin's obviously gets handed down to Luke and Ray and all the way down, so it's it is different. Vader has his own lightsaber. Oh, I've been seeing complaints about that, by the way. Why is that? Well, it's technically Ray's lightsaber now. Okay. It's a Skywalker saber. I know, but well, people don't like that fact that she's a yeah. Skywalker in the first place. But no, they're just mad that like it's not Anakin's lightsaber anymore. It's Ray's lightsaber. And on one hand, I'm like, well, it's just you know named after whoever has it right now. Yeah. But on the other hand, I kind of do feel like, you know, the legacy of Anakin. It's the Youngling Slayer 5000, let's be honest. The Youngling Slayer 5000. It's just race. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me one bit. It doesn't at all. I mean, it was Anakin's until he got fucking cut in half and burned to death and barely lived. So that's Anakin's fault for losing his fucking saber. And, you know. From a certain point of view, I guess it was Obi Wan's saber for uh, the Tatooine years. So, fuck it. And then it was Luke's for a little bit until he also got his hand what? cut off and lost it. Could you imagine Obi Wan dual wielding on Tatooine? He he probably didn't use Anakin's lightsaber at all. He left it in I that don't chest. Know. He was Did probably he scared the blood to touch it? it, dude. You know how the Force embeds itself into objects. I bet he like tried to touch it once or pick it up. And he just got flashback. PTSD flashbacks of, yeah, of Mustafar, Padme's pregnancy, Darth Vader. Padme's pregnancy. The business on Cato Nimodia. Yeah. That doesn't count. He had to keep it in the in the chest, man, you know. Yeah, it is a weird thought. So, 
I know we we tried to go back and and discuss like 1977 and get in the mindset of that. Oh yeah. Um, I guess the uh, so um, my mind's been on the original trilogy recently. That's unfortunate. So and, and especially you know when I was getting my tattoo, I actually watched episode four uh, all the way through. It was a long fucking tattoo process to be honest. Um, so I watched all of episode four and all of episode three uh, just to kind of wrap myself into that time. Uh, of obi-wan using that saber yeah um yeah there's it just gets it's weird how my mind like i initially think of star wars and i immediately go to tatooine yeah as much as we complain about it my mind does go there and you know obviously that's like the first planet that we see it's the birthplace of anakin and the raising place of luke and you know episode six goes back there it is just like it's almost like what doesn't happen there it's also weird it's also weird so you don't want me to answer that question do you <laughs> Keep going. It, it, okay so into exile we must go yoda chooses a backwater planet that can't be like scanned Lucas crash landing on Dagobah because the scanners are thrown way off and it just doesn't work. So, yeah, like, no it's all, all. It, yeah, there's no tech. It's all life forms and it's a big fucking fog and you have no idea where you're going. So, right. Um, it's weird that it works so well for Yoda because he's he's nowhere basically, and Obi Wan goes right back to Anakin's fucking birthplace and hangs out with Anakin's family, who readily knows it's old Ben. Who it who it is and, and uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, yeah. Like Lars, like actively is just like, don't listen to that old wizard, fuck him. And you're like, you probably shouldn't be calling him a wizard, first of all, because <laughs> everybody wants to kill those quote wizards. And the fact that you know him, you're gonna get your skin burnt off. Oh wait, he does. Fuck, that's what you get for being a dick to Luke Skywalker. You got skinned, bro. <laughs> let him, <laughs> let him fulfill his destiny and shit. You know, come on. Wow. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he whoa. goes to okay. I don't want to derail you. Go. You know, my initial thought about oh, was it Owen Lars? Owen Lars. Yeah. I I initially thought when he was talking shit about Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. I thought it had more to do with like he didn't want Luke to turn out like his father. Right. There is a part two, I guess. He didn't want to associate himself with an unknown Jedi who is an enemy of the goddamn Republic right now. I just, I guess there, that, I don't know if he sm- knew that. What? It's not like, it's not, I don't know if he knew that though. Remember what how do you mean? they make such a point in like episode one to say that Tatooine is so far out there. The Republic doesn't exist out there. They're yeah. not tied in with the goings on of the rest of the galaxy, you know? Except that's where half the fucking series takes place. So, uh, yeah, that's not a bad point. No, I think I, I, I think that isn't an, uh, an aspect of it that uh, Owen Lars was just like, look, first of all, Luke, I'm assuming if he goes off with Obi Kenobi, he's going to turn out like his father. But yeah. also, I don't want to get involved with Obi Wan because that's just going to lead us all to death, which it does. Yeah, he didn't know too much about Anakin, though. I mean, he knew that he was like a angry, whiny crybaby. Anakin literally bunked at his house after murdering the Sand People. 
Yeah, but did he like come back and be like, hey, I murdered all the sand people out of anger uh, and rage? He heard. Or did he just bring back his mother's corpse and like, we have to bury her <laughs> and then I'm going to cry and well, then I have to leave? Well, I mean, you can think what whatever you want, but he he came back with his mother's corpse. Owen knowing where. Well, what, what was the guy's who married? Kleeg. Kleeg. Kleeg no, knew <laughs> where she dad, was. Yeah, Kleeg Lars. Yeah, but I guess if he's a uh, if he's a hunter and he's like the sand people are savages, they stole my wife. I'm never going to get her back. Anakin comes back saving the day, and he's like, "Hey, I murdered the entire village." Kleeg should be like, <laughs> "You better. I'm going to adopt nice. you. Fuck yeah, good job." If you, you at least have a pay son, you I'll for take that. care of him. Yeah, exactly. Well, he dies, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if. Uh, a Lars always pays his debts. I feel like Owen to Owen, Anakin and the Jedi in general are just these annoying people that show up out of nowhere, get involved in all your business, kill the same people, and then they disappear and they don't help you with anything. And he I just mean, doesn't want to be associated with up. them. I mean, he showed back up with a baby and said, here, he's technically your family. You should probably take care of him. Yeah, but I mean, as far as him disassociating with Jedi, I don't think it had anything to do with like Order 66 and the Empire. I think it was just like, these people just, you know, think they can do whatever they want. They just keep showing up and getting involved in shit. Get out of here. Nubian. No, I I think, yeah, I think, I think you're right from a certain point of view that a lot of people outside of Jedi being an enemy of the state, the Jedi have also like, Fucked things up on the ground level for many just citizens, yeah. and that's what that's what Ahsoka found out in those yep. two or three episodes. With the oh, sisters. it was four, I think. It was four episodes. <laughs> in case you didn't four. know, in case you with didn't know that the galaxy, yes, in case you didn't know that the the galaxy does not like the Jedi. Yeah, it's weird that um, you know, from a certain point of view. The Jedi did it to themselves. They 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 got away from the citizens and became warriors. Yeah, it's true. All of it. So they were viewed as warriors instead of like healers and and uh, I don't know keepers of the peace, keepers of the peace, Not makers of the peace, soldiers. Yeah, lightsaber is a peacemaker, huh? So. Yeah, you know what? One thing I, I was asking uh, Nelson the other day—it's a—it's a weird question. So let me try to ask it uh, properly and see what you think. And I'll give an example. Listen properly. So I was thinking, what is the if from a nerd's point of view? What is the most well-known Star Wars character that a non-nerd wouldn't know? Darth Vader. So oh, wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. So like for who's example, obvious to us. Us. So my my thought was, and and uh, Nelson and I were going back and forth. I thought Django Fett. I thought if he, like uh, a standard yeah. person was like, oh yeah, I'm into Star Wars, they may or may not even know who Django Fett is, which is yeah. ridiculous to us. <laughs> you show them Django Fett, and they're just like, oh, that's Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. But what are maybe some others? Because we were reeling off a couple of them, and I was like, oh man, that's that's really true, Nelson. So. Yeah, what, that's any, interesting. Any thoughts? Fuck. 
Um, my initial thought was Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> That's actually not a bad one. Uh, I mean, I know he, he's like the main character of episode one almost, but I feel like the casual Star Wars fan has all of the episode one ruined everything propaganda. Yeah. So they probably kind of put it out of their heads. So they probably remember, they don't want to remember Jake Lloyd as Anakin, but they do. They yeah. remember Obi-Wan, but they probably forget about Qui-Gon. That's not a bad one. Yeah, especially... Well, obviously, if you if you miss him in episode one, then you, he doesn't exist from a certain point of view. Um, my other one... Well, I have two others. This one's going to be a big one, though, that okay. I thought... I still don't think a lot of people would know, is Mace Windu. Uh, I feel like Samuel L. Jackson left such a presence. I feel yeah, like that's no what, that, one will forget that motherfucker. Yeah, that was my uh, my... Yeah, but still, like, if I went up to someone and they just, like, original trilogy fan and then that's where they left it, I feel like if I'm tossed out Mace Windu, someone may be like, wait, and you know, you're exactly right. They'd just be like, wait, is that Samuel Jackson? Like, so they still don't even know the fucking character. They just yeah. know, like, the actor that played yeah, it. So that's true. Um, my other one was Tarkin. Yeah, like, that is, yeah, like, you have. He's the third in line in Bad Guys at that time, and he's only in one movie. Right. So if you toss... Well, technically now he's in two, but... Um, yeah, if you toss Tarkin out there to like just a group of people that may have seen Star Wars, I feel like a lot of them wouldn't even fucking know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Commander Sorry. Cody's another yes. one. No one fucking knows. Yes, no one remembers Commander Cody. I actually didn't know... I probably told this story before, but because of Kenobi's accent, I actually didn't catch that he was saying Commander Cody for a long time until I saw like an action figure or a playing card or something. And I saw his name written out and I was like, oh shit, Commander Cody, no way. I don't know what I thought he was saying, but I just didn't recognize my name when, when Obi-Wan said it because of his accent. Cody. Commander Cody. <laughs> It's like what? Commander what, Kid. What the fuck just, is that? What is he yelling about Odie's? <laughs> is that a type of is that a type of saltine or give me some Odie's, bro? Um, I hate to say this, but Ahsoka is probably one. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a given because she's not in any of the movies, unfortunately. Yeah, I feel like it, I hate codifying fans, but I feel like if you think casual fan, it's like they've seen all the movies, and that's probably it. Maybe let me ask it the other way. No. What what is in our minds like? What is an equal Star Wars fan if someone brings up blank in the Star Wars universe? Like if someone mentions, like if I'm in a group of people and someone says, "Oh yeah, I'm a Star Wars fan." You see that uh, battle with Ahsoka and Bob? I'm like, I automatically know this dude's in deep because yep. Yep. you mentioned Ahsoka. Like right? Um, yeah. Like what's the qualifier when you're? Yeah. <laughs> This happens all the time when someone's like, when you mention that you like Star Wars or someone sees my tattoo and they're like, oh yeah, I love Star Wars too. And then you you would bring something up and then their eyes glaze over and they're just like, oh man. They have no you, idea. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah. You, ever, you play KOTOR? They're like, what? It's like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. What are some other qualifiers that like immediately you're like, oh fuck. Okay. This guy gets me or this girl gets me. Like, this is it. Old Old Republic is a big one for sure. Kotor or the Old Republic yeah. or any of the books or Darth Bane. Those are all Darth huge. Darth Bane would be a big one. I was actually that's immediately where my mind was going was any of the old Sith. So if they brought mm -hmm. up Revan, 
Bane or even Plagueis. It's like that's a whole nother level that like Yeah. Plagueis is a big one, yeah. Uh Kyle Katarn. Yeah, that's a, that's another special. That's <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know why I'm going right to video games, but yeah. Oh, a uh, side note, I did I'm still blasting through uh Shadows of the Empire. It's getting ridiculous, to be honest. Like too hard to um, beat. She's or it's it's about uh she's or I forget his first name. Mark? Mark Shizor or Shizor Prince. Prince? I don't think he has a Prince first name. Shizor. <laughs> you know, Mark Shizor. <laughs> Mark Shizor. Um, it's a weird. It's a weird plot. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say that it's just Black Sun, right? Yeah. So he's the leader uh, of the Black Sun, which is like a crim- criminal organization, Crimson Dawn esque. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess the Black Sun was like really big during the original trilogy. Yeah. And he, so much so that Prince Shizor like talked mad shit to Vader and the Emperor and had just as much pull galactically, which is yeah. ridiculous to think, but yeah. you have something like the Empire, you feel like the criminals and the underground are going to group together cuz they're going to be they're going to hate the Republic, but they also fucking hate the Empire. Yeah. Cuz they're just trying to control shit and uh yeah, I, th- I think it makes sense, but it, it is kind of a ridiculous thing that, like, they are in active talks with the Emperor mm-hmm. and Vader, and he, like, steals Princess Leia, so Luke and Han and Chewie get involved, and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a ridiculous storyline. Yeah. Um, definitely just a grasp at, let's put every big name that we can in this fucking stupid game. Of course, yeah. Um, but... You know, I, I think it, <clears throat> if they flushed it out and made like a series now, I think they could easily make it work. But it's just, it's a ridiculous game at a ridiculous yeah, that'd be time. Interesting. That'd be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I, Shadows of the Empire. I think I uh, shouted this out when you first started playing the game. Um, but Mr. Sunday has a video about Shadows of the Empire covering the game, the comics, and the books. Because it was kind of like what they're doing. Back then, it's kind of like what they're doing with High Republic right now, plus a video game. But they had this story that kind of crossed a bunch of different genres, and it was a big deal because it was, you know, post-Return of the Jedi. Everyone thought Star Wars wasn't doing anything. And then, mm-hmm. you know, especially back in early 90s, that was a, a big publishing event and everything. So, yeah, I never... That was never my era. I remember trying to yeah. read those Star Wars books back in the day. Terrible. Being like, I want more Star Wars content, but you know, there's nothing coming out right now, and you know, I tried to read them, and just I could never get into it. It's not terrible. It's just I, not I, for me. I don't want to forget, but I do want to move forward into remind me because I do want to speak on Kotor and its timing. Okay, but again, I'll, I'll, as if we haven't ever talked about that yeah, before. Yeah, well, I like I like talking about timing of when stuff launches and where. Star Wars is at the time and how what it looks like because okay it's 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 gone through many many changes. Well, um, are we gonna continue with your uh, your retrospective whatever nineteen eighties talk about Empire Strikes Back? Maybe we'll, we'll uh, we I mean if you, if we have some time today maybe I haven't done any research but obviously Google's at our, our fingertips but we want um, time. While a side note, so in in Shadows of the Empire. You f- First of all, you have to save Luke, which is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. Because you're Dash Rendar, and it's you're literally Rambo in space, and it's it's kind of <laughs> dumb. Um, 
but uh, they they do a swoop race. Do it's not a race. It they they're on swoop bikes going through like Boon to Eve, and there's awesome. like ten bounty hunters. So Prince Shizor puts a bounty on Luke Skywalker. So there's like twenty people on Tatooine going after Luke, and you literally have to on a swoop bike. First of all, it starts <laughs> wait, you on. The- wait, 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 wait. I looked it up because I wanted to see it, and there's a toy apparently. Oh wow! There's a swoop bike toy for Shadows of the Empire. That's so crazy. Is that what they looked like? They looked worse than that. Well, yeah, eight bit <laughs> version of that, sixteen bit version of that. Yeah, yeah. It was kind. Of, it was. It was a ridiculous level, and that's all it was. Was you just had to like go through these canyons and this part of town and it was there was no designation of where you needed to go it was a ridiculous level but <clears throat> on a surface level like it says that you need to get rid of these guys chasing after luke yeah and you assume like on a swoop bike there might be guns so like i can shoot them down and then i'll go and chase the next guy and shoot him down and whatever yeah no i struggled and struggled and struggled and i thought okay maybe i just need to be get to luke first so I tried to like zoom past everybody and it's impossible. It's impossible to zoom past these guys because you just blow up. So I literally had to go into the controls menu controls. What the fuck options do I have? I was like, am I pressing fire? Like, is there a gun option that I'm not seeing? Yeah. And it literally said kick left and kick right. <laughs> And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I have to go up <laughs> next to these guys and kick them? And that's exactly it, what I needed to do. Is it a one shot and they're off the bike? Or do you have to like kick them a hundred times? I, I, I don't know. I mashed the fucking button when I got next to them until they blew up. But it maybe two kicks. So it wasn't ridiculous once I figured it out. But there was no explanation. It just said, hey, these guys are after Luke. Get them. And you're yeah. like, uh, 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 get them how? <laughs> Those old games, man. I love it. I hate it, but I love it. Yeah. There's no instructions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, with all that said, I did some. I did a bit of research, guys. I googled. Oh no! So we we've been looking at baby names, and I, I've been looking at the meanings behind names. And one that popped up was Luke, and I was like, I've never looked that up. I wonder what Luke means. Mm-hmm. And it's bright white light giving. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Makes Why too is much George sense. Lucas a genius on every aspect of everything? Makes too much sense, man. What's Vader mean? Father. I know, but like, what's the... If you... Yeah, what's the, the meaning behind the word? Vader meaning... Uh, it just goes right to Star Wars. Evil devil genius. Murder bag. <laughs> I, yeah. I tried looking up other ones and it didn't really work. Leia meaning and it was just Star Wars stuff again. Yeah. Oh, child of heaven. Uh, more like child of devil. <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to be heaven. Offspring he, he of demon. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. And yeah, Vader probably means offspring of the force. Yeah. Yeah. Han was the one that I did find, but it what they came up like not as a name. I don't think it's a real name. Yeah. It's like an emotion, what Han means. Really? It's like a, uh, so it says the best way English can describe Han is that it's an emotion that is a form of resentment and hatred. Interesting. Resentment, I think, makes sense. 
Yeah, he definitely uh, resents his past. Yeah. And I do think he... I don't think he's a hateful person, but he does hate his like situation often. Oh, he was pretty resentful until... <clears throat> ah, man, he's resentful all through Solo, trying to be what he thinks he has to be. Kira tries to like turn him back and come to find out she's working for the bad guy after all. Mm. After he goes through all that shit. I feel like he's resentful up until he meets Leia. Well... Up until they, you know, fall in love and make it official. Official. So that that tracks. What does uh, what's Commander Cody mean? I don't know. Super Commander. Super Ultra. Genius. Clone just means clone. Duplicate. <sighs> yeah, yeah. That's all I got about that. Um, so moving forward to Kotor. <clears throat> yeah, what do you want to talk about? Two thousand three. Yeah, two thousand. Well, just think about two thousand three. We didn't even have episode three, which is arguably one of my favorites. Well, first of all, everything fucking happens in episode three, regardless if you like the movie or not. So much happens in episode three that was still up in the air of like, how are they gonna do this? Yeah, and we get Kotor just after episode two, which you know was fun. It's good, but we get this bomb dropped in in our fucking lap with Kotor. That takes us a f- completely other direction. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why it hit well. Because we were in this limbo of like three year periods of nothing. You know, there was some books and stuff. I wonder what was what else there came out. There was other video games. Lucas, Lucas Arts was still crushing back then. There was like Clone Wars and the Kenobi video game and um, Star Wars video games timeline. Well, the st- yeah, the Clone Wars movie came out, or whatever. Is that the the Tartarovsky? Ta- or is that the uh, launch of the Tartarovsky? Yes, Tartarovsky. Yeah, yeah, two thousand three. So yeah, we like were there getting was some some. That was like real- the launch of the Star Wars we know. Well, not launch. I'd say episode one was a launch, but that was like the launch of uh, behind the scenes extra contents. Yeah, there was still a lot of happening, though, back then. I just think we didn't play much of them. Because you had... Yeah, well... Jedi Outcast was 02. Uh, Battlefront was not until... Battlefront hadn't come out yet, though. 2005. Yeah, 2004 and then 5. Battlefront... That was... You are correct, though, as far as, like, us being obsessed with Star Wars and video games. It was KOTOR, Battlefront, Battlefront 2, right in a row. It was like, holy shit. Um, But I don't don't think I would say it's a dry spell. I mean, there was Rogue Squadron games, Jedi Knight games coming out. Yeah, I'm just... the, The push into Star Wars that we love now was definitely... I felt like, personally, it was KOTOR. And then it was followed up with... Republic Commando, Battlefront, Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we just never look back. But, you know, even as a kid, you know, I saw episode one and I was like, okay, yeah, Star Wars is really cool. But it was never like, dude, goddamn Star Wars. It kind of felt like that. Like I had played, I, I, I've played, what's that? It kind of felt like that. Yeah, I, I think it did. Not for me. But you had more of that Not Star Wars me. card game collection than any of us, you dangus. No, I Gar- didn't. Yeah, you did. I 100% guarantee you had more of those <laughs> young Jedi fucking 
cards from Decipher. I had, we, I had we, some, yeah. <laughs> no, I had you some had good a ones. lot. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I had some good ones. I got really lucky. So, um, yeah, that made you love that Star Wars. That was one of the most ridiculous. That was one of the most ridiculous Christmases of all time. <laughs> My mom got me two booster packs of that Star Wars card game. Whatever. What was it called? Uh, I don't Young remember. Jedi? No. Jedi Knight? Decipher Star Wars CCG. <laughs> Star Wars card game. Sorry. Sorry. I hate you going all around the phone, but not the phone. <laughs> while we're on the uh, on the live stream, but I have to know this information. Yeah, I can't fucking find it. Uh, I'm having trouble finding it as well, but I I know the back of it. It's like a Jedi Knight Star Wars cards. Maybe it was Young Jedi. That's so weird. I can't. Sorry, there's a big pause there. I I can't find it either. <laughs> Star Wars. No, it was Young Jedi. Yeah. Young Jedi card game. Yep. Here it is. That's it. That's so weird that it was called Young Jedi. Isn't that ridiculous? We can't, we don't even fucking remember what the hell it was called. I thought it was because I remember yeah. distinctly. I remember the back of the cards being blue and red. Yeah, blue and red. So I do. It was a cool it. time. I do remember. Yeah, getting into these. And having them. Oh, so so my goddamn story does have a point. Um, Christmas, one of these years. I'm assuming it was probably 2000. Year 2000. It had to have been. Yeah. I got two booster packs in my stocking, which my mom usually put like small gifts in. Two booster packs. I opened the one, and it's a holographic Darth Maul's lightsaber. I had never... So holographic... Like, you didn't get holographics in this game. Like, almost yeah. ever. Yeah. And it was super rare. I don't think the, I had any. The other booster pack that I got was Darth Maul. <laughs> so I got the holographic Darth Maul's lightsaber and Darth Maul into booster packs, and they were fucking super rare. I, I can't believe I ever got that. That's such a good combo as well. That's Actually, such, now uh, that you show Darth Maul there, I think he, he might have been holographic too. I was like, how did this even fucking happen? Like, I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a great combo too you got Darth Maul and you got his weapon and there was multiple versions of <laughs> I mean just like uh, any LCG and Magic and Game of Thrones and whatever there's multiple versions of each like character so I think oh, there's yeah. like three different Darth Mauls yeah Padme Nayberry <laughs> you know that's where <laughs> If it weren't for these cards, I never would have known that Padme had a different name before she became queen. It's only because of these cards that I knew that. It's true. That's the only way I knew. Like, even to this day, I've you never didn't heard... know until you read the audiobook or listened to the audiobook. <laughs> what audiobook? Padme Nayberry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying, uh, yeah, outside of the audiobook. I probably still wouldn't know. Right. Outside yeah, of that a, game. Yeah, it's not a common thing. Not common. 
Yeah. Sorry, I think we have a gnarly delay happening. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's fine, but I think we're just, you know, don't expect any good jokes because we can't riff off each other right now. <laughs> don't expect any jokes. Don't expect anything good out of the rest of this episode. Um, yeah. And it was just, uh, I know we, we went down a fucking rabbit hole and we, we lost ourselves, but any other characters or battles or events that someone would bring up that were just like, oh, they're a huge Star Wars fan. Any other thoughts? Geonosis. Shizor, Prince Shizor. Shizor, yeah. <laughs> uh, the holiday special. <laughs> the holiday special. I feel like yeah. even, even a lot of people that I would say are big Star Wars fans didn't know about that and hadn't seen it. So that's a little... I, yeah, I think that's a little extreme probably. Yeah, that's a forgotten, forgotten time. <laughs> I wonder if some if people that are more casual have not seen like Rogue One and Solo, probably. Yeah, that's just trash humans, though. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> I was listening to, I think it was like a YouTube video, and someone was talking about Star Wars and talking about Star Wars movies, and they didn't even mention Rogue One and Solo. They were just talking about episodes one through nine. It's probably just a mental thing, like you know the episode number there's nine Star Wars movies they're all episode different numbers and then mm -hmm. you just kind of forget about Rogue One and Solo unless you're a smart person <laughs> so it's okay I don't forgive them though oh yeah yeah uh, what else about 2003 had your interest that was it <laughs> just we like Star Wars <laughs> yeah I guess uh, my point was that it was like a launching point that we hadn't even, we only had five movies at that point. Yeah. So, you know, f mentally, I don't know why. I, I felt like episode three had come out and then we got into KOTOR, but it was years apart. Yeah. That's true. KOTOR got us primed for being so obsessed with Revenge of the Sith. Like, if it weren't for that two years of yeah. just not playing KOTOR nonstop and then the first Battlefront, and then we get to Revenge of the Sith... I think we would have been less excited about it. I think maybe that that might be a big reason why I still love episode three and it's higher on my list because that was like, while I feel like KOTOR was the launching point into like Star Wars full on nerddom, I feel like it was capped off with episode three. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was just like no looking back. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was a, it's a weird time. Weird time. Perfect time. Because, like you said, we Star Wars fumbled throughout the '90s, hated it or love it. It just like was trying not to fizzle out. I don't know. It was expanded universe only for a long time, and you see it. You're seeing, yeah. <laughs> you're seeing the pinnacle of uh, '90s expanded universe Star Wars in Shadows of the Empire. It's ridiculous. It really is. And it doesn't add much. Like, there are points in the game that I'm like, they just threw this character in just to, like, name call. Like, Boba Fett's in it, and you're like, Boba Fett has nothing to do with any of this. They just wanted to throw him in there. Yep. <sighs> gotta do what also, you gotta do sometimes, Mopar. You're fighting these, like, Terminator droids at the end of the game. I haven't beat it yet, but I'm at the. I think I'm on the last level, and it's ridiculously bad. Dark Troopers? 
No, they're they're big silver bots and they're silver troopers? so bad. Like the game's already bad, but there's no texture on this specific enemy, so it's a silver blob just in the shape of a of like a droid. It's uh, really bad. <laughs> what are they? What do you know what their name is? I want I want to get a glimpse of this. No, I have no idea. Uh, they're big silver blobs. Let's see if you can tell me what they are. Is it any of these? I am assuming it's that middle one. No, I, no, it's, I'm, I'm assuming the one next to that one. It's that, <laughs> but in in the game, it, it's so horrendously done. <laughs> oh, man. I need a screenshot of this. I have to see it in, in pixel polygon form. Pixel polygons. Oh, there's a swoop bike to the bottom right. You know how as bad as that yeah. looks? It's just reminding me of Tatooine on KOTOR. KOTOR? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. Looks terrible. It looks the exact same. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I can't find these things. Well, let me just say also that they, they throw in droids all the time in that game. That's your common enemy in the game. Just so you're so not like, ev- shooting like, There's people. like small... <laughs> Yeah, well, there's like small bosses everywhere, and Shizor like corners you, and he's like, "Let's see how you do against my training droid." <laughs> and then there's just like a big fucking scooter that walks in, and you're like, "What am I doing here?" So video game, so video game. Extendo, he's literally like extendo arm punched guy, and you're like, "Mr. Oh Fantastic, my God, what am I even?" Mr. Fantastic droid version. Yeah. Yeah, shadows of the empire. Enemies. Yeah, I know. I told the story of me playing that in the dentist's office for the first time and really enjoying it, but never getting past Hoth. So I've never—I don't know the storyline at all—and I've never played more than this that first first level or second level with Hoth. You know, it's funny that um, Hoth is is actually a really fun level uh but you never get back in a ship after that it's literally the first level and then the game completely changes and you're on foot the rest of the the game yeah they just so had a very that, weird start well they wanted to make the first level familiar so everyone would be like oh yeah hoth i get the, it snow speeders yeah, yeah. star yeah. wars also i am fighting like these power ranger guys and it's really weird power rangers are good shadows of the Empire, Red. Was uh, Zordon involved? Zordon. Rangers. Luke Skywalker, Imperial. Yeah, maybe... Wait, Luke Skywalker, Imperial Guards. I'm clicking on this. It's not Mara Jade, is it? All right, let me see if I can share my screen. Do it. I can't share my screen. Why can't you? Try now. All right. Whoa, what happened here? Okay. Sith Troopers. Uh, So this polygon, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm about to quit life. Can you see him to the right? Yeah. Um, This Power Ranger. They're everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere in the game at the they end. They look kind of cool. Is that Luke? Oh, that is in Luke. One of the thi- oh, did you just spoil the movie for yourself? Well, I knew he, obviously he's not going to die. They look kind of yeah, cool. Must, yeah, they're different. Well, in the game they don't look this cool. 
<laughs> they did. They just look like you're shooting red troopers, but they kind of have like a Power Ranger mask on. Um, yeah, I just you know it's different. Whatever. <laughs> so you, literally at the same time you're shooting those red devil troopers, which actually look kind of cool. That look yeah. like Power Rangers. Yeah. Right next to them is that silver blob droid, and it looks so bad. Maybe that's why it's just so weird. Well, you got a red blob and a silver blob. Just shoot them both. Just shoot them. Shoot, shoot them all, bro. Win the game. You got it. <sighs> yeah. Cool. <sighs> I guess that's uh, enough Star well, Wars for now. Jump into yeah. WandaVision. Keep keep rolling through Shadows of the Empire. I'm curious to hear how it plays out. Um, are you using cheat codes or anything? No. Uh, Oh man, I would use cheat codes. Some of those old Why? games, I, I can't. Well, because uh, it's like you want to get you want to get the vibes of playing the game and feeling like you did back then. But those games are so hard and ridiculous that I don't want to spend weeks and weeks trying to actually beat it and get to the last level. So sometimes you just got to throw in a cheat code and just you know breeze through it, get the feels, nostalgia, check out, and then you're done. You know what's funny is I forgot that cheat codes were a thing. <laughs> is that yeah. a ridiculous statement? Kind of. Yes. Because like nowadays you don't there's they don't exist. There's right. no like cheat code like oh now now I'm better. Yeah. Now I'm in, invincible. Um, yeah, but there back in sometimes. the day, dude, you would you would memorize you'd mesmerize. You're gonna be memorized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember you'd thinking... Them, you'd have them written down places. <laughs> well, I remember my mind being blown because I was thinking that cheat codes were like you could only use them with like the Game Shark. Oh, I yeah. was like, you have to have a Game Shark to cheat and I didn't have one. So I was like, I can't do any cheats. It's fine. And then I think it was Game Informer or something came out with an entire page of cheat codes for Goldeneye. You ripped it mm -hmm. out, didn't you? Probably. Why? Do you I remember, remember that? someone having like a, a ripped out sheet of of cheat codes, but it was from a magazine. Yeah, because Kyle, you. Kyle, and I were like amazed because we couldn't fucking beat Goldeneye. Train on Double O Agent, I, we just couldn't do it. And then Game Informer saved our lives. They came out with this, all these cheat codes with like invincibility and like higher powered bullets and on all that shit. We're like, oh man, finally, finally, we're gonna make <laughs> it happen. Yeah, I, I never beat that game without cheats. Never. You were never good enough. I'm still not. I'm worse now, actually. <laughs> I'm the same way. My my rusty bones they don't work no more. <laughs> I do feel yeah. slow, man. I watch these kids play now, and it's like, what in the fuck is he doing? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I feel like sometimes I get in a flow on Overwatch, but it's rare. That is rare. Um. So the reason Games I, are on I was, another level now, though. Yeah, no, that's true. The reason I was thinking about cheating through old games is because we talked about Terminator a while back, and I was having fond memories of the Terminator 2 game for Super Nintendo. So I went to YouTube and was just looking up some uh, some playthroughs, and I was like, "Yeah, I never beat it. It was way too hard. It was clunky as fuck." But I do kind of want to play it, so I'm gonna get an emulator and just put cheat codes in and be invincible and just play through the game because it's fun. Mm -hmm. I don't need to prove anything to anyone, let alone my nine-year-old self. Yeah, it just sucks that you were never, never worthy, never good enough. You just... <laughs> I did beat Batman Returns. Oh, that wow. was one of my like arch nemesis games back in the day. My mom still 
every time I bring up video games, she's like, I remember you were always yelling at your TV, hating the penguin, shouting, damn you, penguin, all the time. <laughs> hating the penguin. Because he was so uh, hard. I was like, he's not this strong in the movie. He shouldn't be this difficult in the game. What the hell is going on, Batman? Man. You you were That's on the Batman one. The Batman Returns. Man, I yeah, had dude. Batman Forever game, and that thing was so cool and so hard. I I feel like I had that one, and it was a similar engine as the other. Yeah. I did not like it as much, though. No, it was a little clunky, but you could, like, choose which, like, your equipment in a different way. It was really cool. So you just you just need to, like outthink your enemy you get up to someone and you're like okay i have these this like smoke bomb and and this how how am i gonna get past this guy but it was like super intricate for just a side scroller like it, it added a, a bit of thinkings was it. it a full side um, scroller or was it like a, a fighting game no it was a side scroller but it was set up like a fighting game like you would side scroll to a certain spot well just like any side scroller and it would lock in and then a bunch of guys would come at you yeah, I guess I'm I'm looking at screenshots and it's doesn't look how I remember. So maybe I never played it. It almost looks like if you look at the enemies, it looks like Mortal Kombat where they had like actual yeah. people. That's what I'm seeing. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that's I was it was it looked totally like Mortal Kombat, and I was like, this cannot be the right game. But yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. They, it looks like they had actual people do like the acting of the bad guys. So when you kick them, it's like ah. That's, what, yeah, that's usually what they do. <laughs> nice. That's a good sound bite. I like it. I like it very much. Oh, man. Yeah, I might have to get an emulator downloaded and buy one of those USB controllers shaped like the Super Nintendo and go back down memory lane for a week. Is that a, is an is there any option of like an N64 emulator on console anywhere? Or is that just, we just have to make it work on PC? Um, Switch... We'll have some games that are available. Can you play Mario 64 on Switch? Um, I think they are coming out with an anniversary version. Oh my god, I'm that might make me buy a Switch. Really? Alright, well, I'm just going to claim that they're definitely coming out with an anniversary version. Go buy a Switch right now. First thing I mean, tomorrow. I wouldn't mind own, owning a Switch. I uh, That's the only way I get... Mario games? What the fuck? Or like Zelda games? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I have my DS, but that thing's that thing's already outdated. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's looks like there's something called uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars. It has Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy for the Nintendo Switch. Ooh, I've heard good things about Mario Galaxy too. So yeah, yeah. Um, the Switch is cool. I don't play mine nearly enough. I wish I did, but I just don't. Smash Brothers is cool. What Minecraft options do it. I have when I'm looking at Switch? Uh, there's a Switch and there's a Switch Lite now. The Lite is same console, but the uh, the joysticks don't come off of the thing. So if you want to have like a, if you want to put like the dock on your TV and everything, you have to buy mm -hmm. a second controller. But it is a little oh. smaller, so it's like more portable. More mobile. The regular Switch, you can take uh, the two joysticks off the side, like detach them, and hook them to a little controller thing and just plug it into your TV. 
It's pretty wow, cool. The Mar- yeah, the Switch Lite is literally just a big DS at this point. The yep. dual joystick DS. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, like it's even got offset. Yeah, I might get that. Hell yeah, now we're talking. It, it'd be nice to ha- bring it on the road with me, just if I wanted a game. Yeah, very true. Hmm. Interesting. I Time mean, get into I, some I'm dumb. Smash Bros. I could just, I could just have fucking my DS with me, but whatever. <laughs> I don't bring that with me. Yeah, but it's fun to buy new technology, dude. It is, and for you know, two hundred bucks, it'd be brand new again, and you know, I get to pick a color. So that's that's all I. That's one of the biggest things I've ever done. Was I, I was so excited to pick my color of my Game Boy. Yep. It's a big moment. Man, you, I know you had the older version, so you, you had a gray one, but I had the Game Boy Pocket, and they had like four colors available, and I got the black, and I was like, I like how fucking cool the pocket is in the little black. Yeah. I had a couple. I had a couple. I had the original big gray one at first, and then I got... That's what I played Pokemon Red on originally. And then I got a lime green Game Boy Pocket, which I dropped at some point, and the screen cracked. Super sad. And then I got one of the Game Boy colors in like that translucent purple color, which kind of matched that oh, same yeah. like they see-through color. Trans- yeah. God. Yeah, they had like I, N64 you know, controllers thought- that matched like the colors of the Game yeah. Boy. Yeah. I was just gonna say like they 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 ran with that like translucent stuff in the late '90s, then they loved it. And yep. back then, I thought it was tacky and dumb. But like looking back, I'm like. I want that now. I want my yeah. phone to look like that, like translucent. <laughs> like, I would buy that immediately. I think I didn't. Isn't there an Android phone coming out that is like clear? I could have, I totally made that up, but I feel like I saw something. There was like a new phone coming out and it was, the casing was like clear glass. So you can see everything inside of it. Oh, that'd be cool. I could be, yeah, totally off mark. I don't know. I think you're making stuff up, but that's fine. That's how things get made. Yeah. Yeah, so I went through three different Game Boys. Yeah. Super sad. I had, uh, I, I had that the Pocket was my first, and that's what I played um, Pokemon Red on. And then I did have a Game Boy Color, which I half think was my sister's, because it was like a purple fuchsia color, but you yep. couldn't see through it. Oh, you couldn't see through it? No, it was a solid purple. And then I actually had the next one up with the, it was the widescreen. And that was also purple. Oh yeah, I, I forget what I forget what the widescreen one was called. Game Boy Advance, right? Yeah, that's it. Game Boy. I had a Game Boy Advance. Yeah, because I would play Pokemon on it, and it would give you the option of stretching the Pokemon game mm-hmm. to make it widescreen, which didn't add anything, but <laughs> it just made your it made the game wider. <laughs> Man, they they always do some really cool shit. Nintendo. They had that port on the side of the Game Boy, which had like. You could put attachments on it, like you could connect mm-hmm. and duel people with other Game Boys, but you could put like a little reading light on it and everything. Yeah. You could connect to a printer or some shit. They had some I cool had stuff. The, I had the reading light for my Game Boy Color because it was also a screen protector. So the, it like folded down and covered the screen while you were like playing. Yeah. Yep. Put it in your backpack or something. And then like you pulled out and flipped the screen up and it became a light. Dude, and I remember there was a there was a cartridge attachment for the Super Nintendo, which had a Game Boy slot, 
So you could play oh, Game Boy yeah. games on the Super Nintendo on the big screen with the controller. So I was playing Pokemon on that shit. It was so crazy. What? I've never played Pokemon on a full screen. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. It was awesome. <laughs> SNES Game Boy cartridge. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, dude. See, super, I missed out on a lot Game of Boy, that. Man. Super Game Boy, man. Super I missed out on a lot of that because I went from NES to Sega and then it was like it was over. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. You just dropped the Game Boy cartridge in there, man. It was so sweet. What? Hell yeah. Who I thought forgot of about that? that. The geniuses in Japan. They run Nintendo. They did I some good stuff, that's third man. party. You don't think that's third party? No, I think it's, like it's one of their things. They did a lot wow. of that stuff. I mean, just like how you could put the uh, um, the Pokemon cartridge in the back of the Nintendo for Pokemon Stadium. Like, yeah. they had all that integration going. It's, it's pretty good, man. Anyways, Nintendo rabbit hole. Yeah. Pokemon takes me way back. That was like... I feel like I was into a lot of stuff. Like, the NES is where it all began but i wasn't like obsessed with a game until pokemon hit in like fifth grade yep and it like i was it was like at the perfect time and i just became obsessed with playing the game i wanted to see what new pokemon i could find i wanted to see how how fast i could go through it how many i could get how strong i could get mine yep super obsessed man i would get in trouble because i would be i would have to go to bed and then i would turn my little bedside lamp on and I would be playing Pokemon Red until like 1am my mom would come in and just start yelling at me yeah man, 5th grade was quite a time, we had Pokemon we had uh, Yo-Yos were the thing Pogs were the thing, Crazy Bones all of that just happened like right around the same time what a year and what to throw in year, like bro. the normal stuff of like Batman and yep. and Nickelodeon was at its fucking height. Like, <laughs> yep, yep. People getting gacked on I all the time. I loved coming at Batman, dude. You had you had it all. <laughs> Turtles was was a was a big thing. You could go home and watch X Men or Spider Man. Yep. You could you you watch Transformers. Transformers, Beast Wars was on every morning. Pokemon was brand new, and you're like, Legos, just like Power dude, Rangers. Today's today is tits. I wake up and it's just tits all day in a Nickelodeon schoolboy form. <laughs> the Nintendo version. Nickelodeon schoolboy tits. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dude, those days were better than tits. It was fucking, it was just like you wake up and you're like, I didn't even mind going to school because it's just like, oh my God, what does Steve have? Like, did he get a new, yeah. more Pokemon cards? Yeah, fuck or like, uh, schoolwork. Oh my God. You just wanted to see like new, the new hollows. Remember, we were sitting at lunch and this dude whips out a holographic Zapdos Pokemon card. And I was like, I had that at that point, didn't even know Zapdos was a Pokemon <laughs> yet. I was like, oh my God, that is the coolest looking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I need it now. Yeah. God. Yeah. I recently, uh, you, you start thinking about it. Those those three uh, legendary birds all have the Spanish word of one, two, and three in it. Yeah, Uno Dos Tres, yeah. That's so, like, but it's from Japan? <laughs> yeah, I always wondered. I'm sure someone knows. It's probably out there. I Arctic. just wondered who they got to uh, translate everything when they made the American version. Because it's done. It's not like they just, you know... Tra- like Firebird, like they didn't translate it. Yeah, it was really thoughtful, and the way that they integrated like some of the like actual animal names into the Pokemon and the elements and everything. It's yeah, it's legit. Yeah, it was first. Well, it's funny because like man. Zapdos, 
like Zap Two. Zap Zap Two. Yeah, <laughs> does not sound. Actually, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Zap Two doesn't sound as bad as I wanted it to sound. Zap Two. <laughs> it sounds pretty bad. Uh, I don't think it does. Zap Two. Art Arctic One. <laughs> Arctic One O. Hey, I one. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Cold One. Frozen what was the other one? Oh, Moltres. Yeah. Moltres. Fire Three. Fire Three. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, it's it's funny. Everybody goes back to their childhood and, and just thinks, "Oh my god, my childhood was great." And I was like, "Dude, you should have had my childhood." Everyone, <laughs> it was fucking since the beginning of time. 90s, everyone said that. Yeah, yeah, but the ninety was such a fucking crazy heyday. That's because we. That's because it's our childhood. We're just saying that because that was our childhood. True. You no, know, I, I. I mean, to a certain extent, I agree. But like, I can't imagine our our parents had. I mean, I guess they did. They did things differently. Dude, they were driving know. around listening to Kiss, smoking weed when they were twelve. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally but we also did era. that just later. Yeah, driving around yeah. with wiping the weed off the Pokemon cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So, all right, let's jump into Wandavision. We're we're done retrospecting. Retrostalgia. Yeah, that could be a good name for a podcast. Um. Retrostalgia. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. There's something there, maybe. <laughs> WandaVision. Yes. What do you think? What's your I want your immediate reaction and thoughts. How did the last episode impact you? you know, what do you think? I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. I'm just gonna quote myself. During during my viewing of, of the last of the uh, finale, I told my wife, I was like Dude, Marvel just knows how to make things epic. Yep. And I love and hate that I, I I had to say that, but it was like, why can't everything else be like this? Like, I didn't give a shit about WandaVision, but they made me give a shit about WandaVision, and it was so fresh, refreshing, mm-hmm. that it wasn't just like, bad guy, good guy, let's fight. It was like, inner turmoil, and you know when she was like full powering up during one of the scenes in the in the finale, and the fucking red light and all this shit was going around. I think it's when she first got that like the Scarlet Witch crown. I was I got goosebumps. I was like, dude, this is so fucking epic. Like she is going bananas right now, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited to see what happens. And it just again, it they just Marvel knows how to make things epic. Yeah, I, just I agree. Wish I they wish are, DC uh, could take. Take a page. I know, I know, I know, I know. No, they are. Whenever I hear people complain about the Disney thing, I'm like, you guys don't get it. Marvel's doing so well. Disney owns Marvel. Disney knows yeah. storytelling. They know what they're doing. They know what they're talking about. It's just a good combination. Even of outside like, of the superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He, but Marvel, like the actual Disney originals. Yeah. Go ahead. No, hundred percent. But Marvel has uh, struck this really great balance with telling really good stories on an individual level, like for a particular hero or a particular group, and also making everything so continuous that my uh, my emotional brain is invested because of the story and my nerd brain is invested because they've tied 30 fucking movies together over the course of 12 years and they've done it so well. I just want to see what the next 12 years it's is going to be. Yeah, it's amazing. They've done it so well. It's yeah. not. It's not just done so well. 
it's done so fucking well. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. there's so many oppor- there's so many opportunities for them to fuck this up and not do it right. And yeah. like, I guess the hu- the biggest nerd out there might be able to point at a couple things, but it's just like on the surface level, I lo- it's so it's so continuous, like you said, and it's yeah. just it's just been epic throughout, and it makes sense. I don't feel like they, well, you know, there's some movies out there that you know. I, I want to say miss the mark, but they're still good movies. Like the Thor Ragnarok. It's like, oh yeah, I mean, this is kind of a, an offshoot, but it's fine. Like it, whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they got to tell know. stories for all the characters at some point. So it might not be your favorite character or it might yeah. be a little less known of a story or less important of a story, but they have to touch like on everybody at some point. So those are still going to be good. I mean, even Ant-Man and yeah, they're good. They're good, man. I think people are going to look back on this era of superhero movies, especially just the Marvel run, and just, yeah, it's going to be a pinnacle. It is you know what's funny is that I feel like even though Marvel hit the ground running first, to me, the the new age of superheroes really got its launching with like Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. So DC was like there, active. I think that was. But the then same they just kind of like. Well, I feel like well, Iron Man was what two thousand. No, no, no. So no, Batman I'm, Begins, Spider Man. Okay, yeah, yeah. Batman Begins is 05. and uh, I think what really kicked it off was the first X Men, which was two thousand. Yeah. And then yeah, Spider Man. I, I just feel was like DC. Right DC time. was. DC was there and kicked it into another gear and then just couldn't keep up with itself. And then Marvel just took the fuck off and hasn't looked back. Well, and DC's been scrambling ever since. I kind of view things slightly differently because, yeah, like X-Men and Spider-Man, those are Marvel stuff. But Marvel gave the license to a movie studio to make movies about the character. Things changed mm-hmm. with Iron Man in 08 when Marvel was like, we own all of this property and we own this film studio and we're making this entire epic film series with our own touch with our own creators i feel like it's a totally different thing and like even batman begins like the nolan stuff is great but it's like nolan has a license to make a batman movie and it's definitely a nolan film with batman stuff in it which is great and i love it but it's it's a different so you're saying the launching point you're saying the launching point is 08 for Marvel, yeah, Iron Man for sure. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't realize Iron Man was so late. So yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I it almost reinforces what I was saying in my own head uh, about Batman really kicking it into another gear, and then Marvel just like did Iron Man and then didn't look back. Yep. Because I I remember watching Dark Knight and just thinking like I didn't know a superhero film could be like this. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've seen Batman how many fucking times in my life and they just did a Batman. Batman right. Begins was just before this and I still feel like Batman or The Dark Knight was just like, what? Yeah, they did. a. I think that's a big one that did a really good job of putting it in the real world. Because, I mean, the superhero movies converge on being yeah. goofy as fuck. But I, yeah. probably Spider-Man and then the Nolan stuff was like, this is the real world with tech and military stuff and, you know, mob families and Batman is a part of it. No, you're you're absolutely right. No, it's a good way to put it because like even, you know, the Dark Knight has some ridiculous tech, but it's like feasible. Like yeah. his Batmobile 
they built the fucking Batmobile. So yeah, it's, it's like, tank. yes, it can exist because it fucking does. You go down yeah. the street and drive it. Tesla's making one next year. Um, no, that's a very good point. It's like, it's not banking on the ridiculousness of like a futuristic city or like a, a crazy powered villain. It's it's this dude in a suit against another dude with a crab face or you know an insane painted face joker dude and it's like yeah. these are all very feasible things yep no I, yeah. I i like it and then but it's it's kind of ridiculous but you know iron man is along the same lines and they did tie it into like a tech aspect and then just pushed it a little bit you know creating the iron man suit which mm-hmm. you know maybe not it got to a ridiculous point, I'll, I'll admit, because he has like a fucking briefcase that he just opens up and now it's an Iron Man suit. So it, yeah. got, it got to a ridiculous point. But, you know, originally, you know, the prototype per se, he built in that fucking cave in that first Iron Man. And yeah. you're like, yes, that's that's exactly how one of these things would get started. And then he'd go home and, and you know, figure out how it would work better. Yep. And, and Tony would be the perfect guy to be obsessed about stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, when they started at such a grounded level and they show you how he literally created the Iron Man suit from the beginning, mm-hmm. then every movie he has an updated version. It does new shit. It's fancier. It's small. Oh, now this one's built into his fucking sunglasses. <laughs> you accept it because you saw how it all started. Yeah. Now, I maybe it did have a little bit of a disconnect with the technology once he got to the point where he's... He just the like, sunglasses pressed, thing he, he, is he, crazy. He like touches yeah. his nipple and then the whole yeah, fucking thing shows up. And you're it's like, like what built the fuck? into his, he's got a fucking hoodie and it's built into it. He like pulls the cord and then the suit just like wraps around him. It's like, ridiculous. what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I love it though. I don't care. Yeah. I, don't care. I mean, that's, that's what, you know, that's what superhero stuff. Oh yeah. WandaVision. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we went down this rabbit hole of how good Marvel is. Um, no, I, I, all that to say, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> I, there, I had some feelings about it at the, at first, um, because when they release things uh, an episode per week, you have time to build up thoughts and theories and expectations. So, you know, I'm a big Doctor Strange fan, and I have to say, I was really kind of hoping for a very brief cameo of my boy Doctor Strange. Um, so at first, I was like, oh man, they didn't they didn't do that. I, I wanted to see him kind of rope in, or is there some bigger plot or character controlling all of this stuff? But at the end of the How day, did when you I think thought he was going to wrap in. I thought he was going to sh- like realize that something crazy having to do with magic is happening in this area of New Jersey. He was going to find out somehow and then he was going to come in to like explain what was going on. Like Wanda, you're losing control because of this, that, and the other thing and this book and this spell and I figured it all out and blah, blah, blah. But after thinking about yeah. it, I was like, you know, I actually really respect that they kept it grounded standalone just the characters that were in the show there wasn't some crazy thing out of left field that came in and and saved the day or you know explained the plot i think it was cool that they kept it you know all local to to wanda and vision and, and the crew so it if was there's good. one I'm thing happy. if there's one thing marvel if, if, that i can complain about is well it's the great it's the greatest aspect of it that it all connects but like it is nice to have something that is standalone Mm-hmm. That fits in, but doesn't have to have a hardcore like, okay, yes, Doctor Strange has to come in, so everybody right. knows that right. <laughs> it's all part of it. Like we get it. Yeah. Um. No, I I agree. I agree. It would have been kind of a nice splash, maybe like post credit scene something. Well, you, got, you got a little hint too. 
Um, What's-her-face says Sorcerer Supreme. And then end credit scene, Wanda is doing the astral projection studying thing. So, I mean, that's enough of a nod to Doctor Strange to make me happy. Yeah. But I can't say that I wasn't sitting there waiting for that orange ring to appear and, and Benedict Snatcher Cam to watch, watch Cloud and say, Wanda, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, so what, 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 like the whole fucking albino vision, like I was interesting. I was like, of course, you know, halfway through the battle, I was like, he's gonna reason with himself because it's a fucking computer. So, <laughs> gotta get I, I literally said that out loud, and then like two seconds later, is like, wait a minute, let's see, calculate. Let's. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's the fucking this boat parable. Control talk about this. delete attack over here. Here we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it just made sense. And then I just, you know, I know everybody's like, I know in our chat at least everybody was like, oh, I think, I think the albino one's living. I think that he went and killed himself. I think. Mm-hmm. So, I'll let you. Th- I think. <laughs> I think he is going to be the new Vision. That was my my understanding that the fake Vision, well, the red Vision. That was living in Wanda's mind has all the memories mm-hmm. of Vision, but he doesn't have the physicality. Right? There's no, there's nothing left of him. It's just, he's literally just a, a memory living here. Yep. And then the real bodied Vision doesn't have the memory, so they kind of like came together, and now the the albino Vision has the memories and and the body. Now he's going gone off. So I am at on, of the assumption that he's going to become and or is the real Vision now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... Now that they have magic in the mix, they can do almost anything they want. But there's a lot of ways that that could happen, whether it's a multiverse thing and it's, you know, a vision from one of the other versions of the re- of reality. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, the white vision is the physical, the red vision is the spiritual. And they are kind of combined, but not really, because I think Wanda has all of Vision's memories. So yeah, she I'm needs ass- to interact with that new vision a little bit more. I, I'm assuming that he unlocked something somehow that he's just like, oh, yeah, he pressed the right fucking buttons on the vision keyboard, the white one. And then he just all of a sudden like uploaded the memories. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. I saw the, I, I understood the idea of some people thought like the white one went off and killed himself because his directive was to kill the real vision. That was, yeah, that was my first thought. But, and I was like, Probably First of not. all, that's pretty fucking dark, but it makes sense. Second of all, I I don't think they would plant a new vision and then just kill him off. I think they, the the continuity again. Yep. That's that's what Marvel's known for. So he's yeah. out there living somewhere. I, I is my assumption. And also at the uh, at the very end when she's reading the book, you hear one of the kids like shout "Mom!" like in the background. So like it's possible that the soul of both of the kids and vision is somewhere almost like Voldemort style. It's just like formless and it just needs to kind of latch onto like the body of the new vision or the body of the kids or something. Cause like the, like the, um, I guess, how does this make sense? The physical form of the kids and vision was only in Wanda's head, but it's possible that their soul is still out there somewhere. Well, it's also in her head, her soul. She needs to like, up, just buy a PC and upload the, and then just make the, 
the PC. Your child. copy to a hard drive. <laughs> Upload. Bluetooth. Install the thumb drive into Battle Droid. Get the Game Boy cartridge insert for the Super Nintendo. Play Pokemon. Find missing number and make him your child. <laughs> what do you think about uh, Agnes? Agatha. Per- perfect. Yeah, I was fine. Yeah, she was great. I'm I'm glad they didn't. It was just a nice offshoot that it wasn't like hardcore superhero. It was like witchcraft in a superhero realm. Like it, it, yeah. it I thought it worked. See, that's that's the cool thing that I, I like about superheroes is on the ground level. Yes, every everybody has like a power, but it's all completely different powers and they all work differently. And everybody has advantages and disadvantages. It's cool to see like witchcraft be one. Mm-hmm. Advanced tech be another, mm-hmm. you know, religious. Well, not even religious. A god mm-hmm. in Thor, all, and then just like also mutants. Like yep. it's it's cool that the 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 cause Variety. of the the cause of the the powers is not all the fucking same. Yeah, well, uh, Doctor Strange is the only magic wizardry stuff we've had so far until. WandaVision and we figure out the origins of Scarlet Witch and then Agnes comes into play. So I think, especially the next Doctor Strange movie, I think we're going to bring in more and more of this supernatural witch wizard magic stuff in the Marvel universe, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. Yeah. It could get fun. You know, pulling also pulling in like a non witch or wizard into that battle or realm. Yeah. Like just like throwing Tony Stark in, into that or, you know, Thor or something. It's just like, I don't understand this, but my power, you know, combats the wizardry spells or whatever the fuck fill in the blank. <laughs> you underestimate my power. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very, uh, very excited for Doctor Strange 2 and whatever else is about to come down the pipeline. What do you think? What, were you let down that uh, the fake um, Quicksilver was nothing? No. Did you I think really, it was going to be like a pullover from the other X-Men universe? I mean, that was like the theory, right? But are you yeah, sad that that didn't happen? You know, <sighs> it's weird. It's it's just weird that they would do that. Like, what did it add? I guess, like, it obviously added like a little bit of side plot with her thinking he was her brother. But they legitimately pulled this actor back into this universe to end up being a random neighborhood boy. Like, I was so... I'm not mad at it. Let's just get that out there. But it was a weird choice for them to cast him in just to be a nobody. I don't know. Like... It could be them just fucking with us. Well, it clearly is. But, like, it it didn't even hit right if that's what you were trying to do. Like, I was just like... Why? It didn't add yeah. or take away anything. I was just like, yeah, okay, he is a nobody. So why cast him? I don't know. It just whatever. Especially because he had he spent so much time with the kids is kind of what threw me off. I yeah. don't know. He just he had he had a bigger role than I expected for someone to just be a throwaway. So no, I I mean I agree. And like I said, I'm not mad at it. It, it was just like a they can still on. It was like a what the hell moment. This dude's name's Boner now, and he's just a neighborhood kid. And <laughs> Ralph Boner. <laughs> I was like, whatever. Like, it's a weird way to like bring someone in, yeah, and then throw them aside when it, it, there was so much more potential. 
they could totally retcon it, man. You never know. Yeah, maybe his mind was wiped and he just went as, you know, Matthew Boner or whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner. Do you remember in uh, Halo, we always called the, uh, the the Zorgs or whatever, the, we called them Ralphs? <laughs> yeah, the guys that blew up. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't even remember the Halo, the Flood. The Flood. Cool yeah. name. Yeah, when oh, co- wow. when, com- when Commander and I would, would play co-op on, on uh, well, it must, well, maybe it was the first one. Those guys that fall over and blow up with all the little things that come out. We always called them Ralphs for no reason because we I don't think we knew the names of them. Yeah. So we just like gave them a name. And so whenever any of us would just yell, oh, shit, there's a Ralph. Like we, we'd all just jump out of the way because <laughs> obviously something's falling to the ground and blowing up. So Yeah. Watch out for those explosions. Man, I haven't played that in a while. That is uh, one that's like... Very retro. I spent a we spent a lot of time on on uh, the first and second Halo. I did download the uh, anniversary collection or the Master Chief collection or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna have time to play it in the next little bit. I have a daughter arriving, but I do want it. I do want to at some point go back and co-op the fuck out of the first two. I'm down. Um, Kerner and I went through the first and second one and, and started the third, and it was fun, man. It it was really fun, and it was. Hella changes. I mean, it looks beautiful. Yeah. They did a, the second one looks better than the third. It's ridiculously how good they did with the Hell uh, revamps. Yeah. Hell yeah, man! So I'm down for it. Um, Wandavision. Okay. Wandavision. It's over. We got one week break, and then um, Falcon and Winter Soldier starts. Now talk about stuff that I don't give a shit about. Well, that's what you said about Wandavision. True. They they could uh, surprise me now. What what would your uh, out of three grade be for Wandavision? Oh, three out of three for sure. Perfect. Yeah, same. Yeah, I think uh, Wandavision. You know, I, I listened to the local radio station and they were talking shit about Wandavision because they only watched the first two episodes and they're like, "Yeah, I don't get it." I just moved on. I'm like, radio. God, who needs a radio? I listen to the radio all the fucking time. Actually. I know, I know. <laughs> um, but it really pissed me off. Like. Hey, I didn't give this thing the time of day. I don't right. like it. And you're like, you didn't fucking watch it. How do you Why not are you like talking it? about it on national radio? Yeah. <laughs> Get out yeah. of here, dude. Yeah, that shit pisses me off. No, I would say three out of three for sure. No, I agree. Um, I'm looking forward to Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, WandaVision got me in a real Marvel mood. Um, the only thing I know is that the... Villain from Civil War is coming back. The guy that was trying to get all the Avengers kind of pitted against each other. Baron Zemo, I think his name is. Um, he is coming back as I think that's supposed to be the villain of the series. And that is all I know thus far. So I'm going in cold, just like WandaVision, and I'm excited for that. Cold and dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. That's it, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Nah, I'm, in, I'm in a fucking hyper retro mood now. Now we're talking oh, about KOTOR and yep. Halo and Pokemon and the yep. rest of it. And, and Batman like, and Super Nintendo Batman. and Genesis. Yep. I do uh, I do have a, a, a Sega Genesis um, mini system that has like 80 games preloaded on it. I might have to plug that yeah. in. Do it. Play Dude, Vector bro. Man here. Play Vector Man. Jesus. <laughs> Talk about a game that pisses you off. <laughs> oh, Kerner came in at the last minute and mentioned the uh, Snyder Cut, which is 10 days away. 
<gasps> Next Friday. Is Snyder it on Cut. HBO? HBO Max and select theaters. Oh my God. Select theaters. I wonder Actually, which ones. Let's let's before we close this out, let's see if there's a list of Snyder Cut theater locations. And I'm going to buy a Nintendo Switch while you're doing that. It has a 10-minute intermission. That's how long it is. What? Yeah. Potty breaks in the middle? Well, it's four hours long, man. Wow. That's an event right there. Uh, Let's see here. It has an intermission. Wow. I thought it was coming to theaters. What, where did I hear that? Eventual theatrical release, oh. uh, but not right now. I don't know. So I got to huh. watch it at home, man. Oh, they're just saying that it has a, they're prepared for a 10 minute intermission. Should it ever be presented in theaters? Uh, okay. That's a ridiculous statement. That is a ridiculous statement. So it is a, like officially over four hours or like around the four hour mark. Mm-hmm. Yep. What the fuck? I'm looking that up. Did you? Um, this okay. is a confusing ass article. Snyder. I still don't know what the answer is. <laughs> Snyder I cut. S- I still don't know what the answer is. Um, Snyder Four cut. Four hours and two minutes as an official runtime. Oh my god! That's what I'm fucking talking. about. I'm gonna about. need a nap halfway through. That's what the intermission's for, son. Hell yeah! Ten minute nap, little espresso. Get back to it. That is ridiculous. Like, yep. I went when we always spout about four hour movies. I'm assuming it was like three hours and 35 minutes, and we're just rounding up. It is over four hours officially. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's the longest uh, movie I've ever watched. Uh, Extended Return of the King is longer, I guess. What? Um, I'll tell you. Return of the King. Where the fuck is it, bro? Three hours and 48 minutes. Oh no, three twenty one is the theater theatrical cut, but the extended version is, it's it's got to be over four. Return of the King runtime, extended edition length four hours and eleven minutes. Yeah, is what I'm coming up with. Yep, there it is. Yeah, four hours eleven. But I've never watched that all the way through, so fuck it. Uh, how dare you? Uh. Ah. All right. <laughs> oh. all right, guys. Okay. Good day, Galaxy. We appreciate everybody. Uh, check out Patreon if you're interested. Patreon.com slash Rogue Squad Pod. Uh, you get access to our WhatsApp group with a bunch of danguses talking about bullshit all day long. If you want an escape from your life, it's fun. And we spoil everything for you by accident. Um, if you don't want to join the Patreon, you can email us your address and we'll send you stickers. Get them now before we change the name. They'll be vintage. Talk about nostalgia, vintage stickers. Pokemon.com. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Looking at Gengars and Oddishes. I'm telling you, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> rage. Closing out the show and you're just like Pokemon.com. <laughs> I'm gonna rage in some retro shit after this. Appreciate it, guys. We'll Do see it. you next time.